I'm Sylvia. I'm Bob. I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the Joe Rogan Experience. Nice. I believe it was Bob's turn. It is Bob's turn to say it. Boobies against time. Did, you, <laughs> did he really just say boobies against time? <laughs> he I did. love it. Why did say boobies against time? I don't think I did. Please! This is for talking to the fugitive. You ruined Schindler's Land. All Jackie Chan movies. Boogie Nights. And Big Mama's House. Oh, you're so shattered. Play it back. Can I? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) This is Movies Against Time, and this week was up to vote. Bob's pick won the vote in a way. He is two-time champion. In a way? Well, I mean, it was a tied vote. We can't forget the fact that it was a tied vote. For a while. It was a bloody battle. Equally voted between the running man and the prophecy, both with five votes each, left up to a coin toss. Coin toss was favorable for Bob. Yep. And that's why we're you doing You tossed prophecy. it, I called it. <laughs> and Bob got us a doozy of a pick. What'd you pick for us, Bob? The prophecy. Oh, boy. Why did you pick it is my question. I remembered liking it years ago, and I happened to have the five film disc set sitting at home, so it was easy to watch. <laughs> there are five of these? <laughs> yes. Damn. Christopher Walken was only in the first three, and I don't know what happened to the next two. Yeah, he was the bad guy in the first two, and in the third one, he was a good guy. Hmm. <laughs> I think I like him as the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's amazing as a bad guy. Yep. I swear, every time I'm watching, I was like, he should have a lizard movie. He's reptilian. <laughs> yeah, he is yeah. in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, other movies don't think that, but in this one, I was like, he's a definite reptile. You know what his one. first job was? Uh-oh, what? Anybody? No, what? A soldering iron salesman? Close. Lion <laughs> Lion Tamer. Lion Tamer, huh? I At can the see age that. of fifteen years old, he was a lion tamer for the circus. He had run away from home. Really? Yes. Wow. I could see it. He's a very interesting guy. And he dances like nobody's business. Oh my goodness, <laughs> yeah. he was amazing. I showed her the fat boy slim weapon of choice. Oh man. Amazing. That was a great Wait, was that your first smile. time? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> It was everywhere when it first came out. I gave her no heads up. I was like, hey, you want to see the coolest music video of all time? And then played it. That was it. (laughs) (laughs) I was transfixed. Usually I'm like all over. My eyes go everywhere when I'm not interested. But they didn't leave the screen. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, that that video is not big on lyrics, but the music and the dancing was great. Mm -hmm. Walk without rhythm and you won't see the one. What is it? Yeah, Walk without rhythm, really not remember. to bother the worm, or don't get the worm. It was a, it was a not Tremors, a, a Dune reference. Oh. oh yeah. So yeah, we're doing Dune. <laughs> so this was my first watch through. I don't know about Bob. Obviously, seen it before. I don't know about James and Sylvia, but I had never seen this. And after watching really? it, I can for sure say not even a scene ever <laughs> in my life. <laughs> so I thought I saw this one before, but turns out I may have seen the second or third because his character had longer hair in one of those sequels. And in this one, he looked completely foreign to me. Like I didn't get the wig at all that he was. Yeah. His hair was like super jet black. (laughs) I don't know that I'm ready to agree that it was a wig. Yeah. It may have just been dud. Could that have really been his hair? It could. Yeah. Yeah. I think it might have been his hair. He's always kind of had big hair, big, big, high (laughs) hair. Yeah. Man, it was for me, it was uh 
it was an experience. <laughs> yeah. I was ready for none of it. <laughs> yeah. Now, Dustin, you watched the Peacock version, right? Yes. Did you notice that they removed, they actually edited the film? I did not because I've never seen the original. Huh. They removed all markings of Weinstein on there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. You told me it was a Weinstein film when you got here, and I didn't know that. I saw Miramax, right? I didn't notice yeah. that. Yeah, wow. But it's back then it would have been Weinstein Company or something yeah, like that. It right, was, yeah, uh, it was actually a Weinstein Brothers film because what they did <laughs> was they recorded it years in advance and then edited it later down the road, added different scenes and stuff, and then released it because that was their M.O. for their okay. films. So they kind of went with their M.O. <laughs> Were there plants in the editing room? <laughs> you know, anything's possible. Okay, just checking. <laughs> anything's possible. But yeah, that that wasn't a strong edit. Also, the version we both watched, wasn't that weird? There was like a black box all the way around it. Yeah, it's like we were watching it in four 480. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I didn't get that. Well, how did you watch it? <laughs> uh, first, I watched it on disc, but I was having audio problems with the disc, the way it plays on, on the Xbox. The voices were real low, and then the sound effects were super loud. Yeah. So I watched it the one night like that, and then the next day I watched it on, uh, it was free on Pluto. Oh, you watched it for free? The we pl- couldn't the- find it on Pluto. We tried. It was listed under sci-fi and fantasy. That makes sense. We looked <laughs> under horror and thriller. Okay. Yeah. I thought thriller. Crimes, crimes thriller. I refuse to accept that this is a horror. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call it horror. Mainly <clears throat> because of the religious theme Although is what they considered it there horror. Is like one or two horrific scenes. Yeah, and the, the gruesome gore, or you know, quote-unquote gore that was featured in the film. I would have never considered it <laughs> sci-fi. No, I never would have yeah. either. That's weird. That's the first place I looked when I went on there. Really? Because sci-fi, <laughs> you would think space. and I mean, no one ever thinks of religion as sci-fi. Well, it was like a combined <laughs> category. It falls it more sci-fi into the and supernatural, fantasy. right? Yeah, supernatural. Yeah, so I consider that. And even fantasy. Are you saying that yeah. Christianity is fantasy? <laughs> well, they added to it in this movie. Just a chapter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quite an, a very well, important chapter. It's a very important <laughs> question. Is Is this book was written, what? Like in the 1700s? When was the Bible written? Like in 1984 <laughs> or some shit? Way back in the day? See, this yeah, is the I think problem. George Lucas had a hand in it. George Lucas had a little bit of an edit thing. <laughs> yeah. They were talking about an extra chapter on Revelations, right? Yeah. Right. Well, how do we know? Okay, so, so when this book was written, heaven just stopped. It's just basic. <laughs> Nothing yeah. else has happened since then. So, or we just haven't gotten the DLC and this <laughs> yeah, has happened. It, 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 season it is, pass is not anything. out yet, man. Yeah, we don't we, have that battle pass yet. We need the season yeah. pass to the Bible. We need to know what's going on now. <laughs> they made up the last book of Revelations for the movie because they were trying to be poetic and right. add a little extra flair to the whole Explain. good versus evil yeah, debate. They, they kind of created a <laughs> second war in heaven. Yeah. One thing I'd like to presuppose here or, or just establish in the front is when we say they, we are talking about Gregory Wyden. Right. Because this was written and directed by Gregory Wyden. Right. Everything we saw on screen came from the man, Gregory Wyden. Right. We we watched it. We're talking about it. But he did it. He he did this. <laughs> he created some very awkward moments in the film, which we'll we'll, we'll start yeah. unpacking in a bit. But now he some more so than others. He's kind of a a pretty amazing dude. He sold uh, Highlander. Highlander. He sold Highlander for five hundred thousand dollars. Which is that? When he was still in film school. So I didn't know he did Highlander. This is yeah, Highlander and Highlander too. <laughs> he did both. 
What happened between <clears throat> those films and this one? Backdraft. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> I love the Highlander movies. Yes. Yeah. They're all awesome. Unfortunately, the there should have only been one. <laughs> well, mm, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it was more Technically, how many times can there only be one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, was anybody else excited for all the Casey Jones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was a great altar boy. Then he went to being a grizzled detective. Like man, he was better in this movie, I think, than the turtle one. He did. was. I definitely he had, liked him better in this movie. He had three different professions in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he was a priest slash cop slash author. Yeah, yeah. So pretty impressive, dude. Oh yeah, because he did the thesis that they found in the beginning, yeah. which yeah. is why he was called to the case in the first place. I right. truthfully think if you had a thesis shown there, then you should be the last person near the crime scene. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> that is a conflict of interest for I cases, wish. you'd think. So, have you guys ever seen other examples of good versus evil films? Because this is not the first instance of angels versus demons. I mean, Legion, The Stand. Yeah. Yeah. What was that one Arnold did? Uh, Dogma. No. <laughs> seventh. Uh, but, but that is another one. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, the sixth day. The seventh sign. The seventh day. No, that's different. The sixth. The signs. The sixth day. Charlie Sheen. That's what it was. Feel free to comment and tell us where we went wrong here. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> Just. That one's weird, too. That one's pretty good. It was, it's the only example of an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that could be considered a horror, he said, knowing that he did Predator a few years back. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I think our most current one would be Lucifer as a show. Supernatural was a good example. I mean, that Supernatural takes yeah. a lot from this. But Supernatural was chef's kiss. Man. It is chef's yeah. kiss. Yeah. Just as good as Walker. Leaving that silence in. You hear the Just crickets you. chirping right Yeah, there? I'm, I'm going to make a point to leave that silence in. But oh, I have to say, this this was my first time watching, and I can't say that I want to go back to it. <clears throat> no. I'm putting that no. out this early on. No. Um, it, it is the point of this podcast, though. From the beginning, from the very thought of this podcast, when it was before the, the final draft of what it became, it, it was for Bob... To pick movies that I had never seen <laughs> to watch. Yeah. And that's what happened here. So I'm happy about that. I now can say I've seen it. Okay, so... A my... transaction complete. Never again. <laughs> so my goal of the podcast was to make him watch movies that I could never get him to watch again. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but I have to say... Bob, you let me down. Like, oh, yeah. You came in strong with the thing. Like, that was awesome. Oh, that was so amazing and fun. And then you, you just wanted to, to tear that hype down and <laughs> give us. What if we I got. might, before, I and, and Bob, of course, rebuttal, but, but before, I just want to preface this by saying it's, it's kind of unfair. James has picked maybe three movies so far in this podcast. Yeah. I, someone who has picked a lot, has, I have picked Dr. Doolittle. And oh my god, it's horrifying! <laughs> I'm not going to say every pick for sure has been the best. So I wasn't I can... here for that one, but I keep hearing it wasn't good. No, you know it wasn't. Go and Isn't watch that it. Go home and watch it. You'll see what we mean. <laughs> Sometimes movies that were a slam dunk when you were 12 <laughs> aren't exactly. I remember yeah. going back to that film over and over. Like... And it was it was a blast. Yeah, yeah. I love the Power Rangers movie, but Ooh. not not the new one. <laughs> oh, like Goldberg, Goldberg, Gold Dust, Gold Dust. <laughs> Gold, what is the name of the damn gold guy? Goldberg. <laughs> Goldar. Is it Goldar? 
Has anybody seen Power Rangers in this room? If not, I'm leaving. You need to leave. <laughs> I've Just seen, but I don't remember. Might be time something. to go. I don't remember this gold name you're talking about. It's hot in here. Isn't it? <laughs> <For> you guys. <laughs> yeah. What's the actor who played uh, Casey Jones and Tommy Tommy Daggett in this? It's Lorenzo Elias Lamas. Cotez. Elias Cotez. Elias yeah. Cotes. We start out with him as a, I guess, Reese. choir. Or, no, he's yeah, supposed think, to be getting his rights as a preacher. I think that's where he's a priest. Yeah. Priest in waiting would have been the technical yeah. term for him. Okay, and then he has some PTSD or some weird vision. <laughs> that's yeah, my right. first he has question. Some visions of the yeah. angels on the pikes and being killed and killing things. Yeah, I think I had a good grasp of the storyline of this movie, but my first question never got answered to me, at least. What the fuck happened to to Casey Jones on the floor in that church? I don't know. It was like he was having premonitions of, Why? of of this war in heaven. Why? Because he's special. Why? That's because he always heard the voice that. of God before, but then he got too much information of what was going on, and it turned him in a different direction. Right, and why? Who knows why? Because he's acceptable to the divine right. Who knows? Now, can anybody else remember during? the course of this film if he ever had any special abilities that made him no like a warrior like against uh, the demons absolutely not <laughs> as a matter of fact the moment and we'll get to it but the moment lucifer leaves gabriel's been killed that moment the movie stops for me so, all the interesting people are gone <laughs> yeah so to our our listeners uh dustin's question becomes my question why why because <laughs> I thought they were playing towards like, oh, he was an archangel and forgot his memory or something, or and, he was oh, a designated holy warrior fighting against the evil. Right? It won't be something, a, but no, nothing or, happened. Or even just a prophet, or, or yeah, someone who was specially chosen to do this. But all of those things, no, because Greg Wyden said no. This wouldn't be the first movie you've seen stuff like that in it, though. No. Somebody's like the chosen one who's lost her faith. It wouldn't be, but it's not <clears throat> what this is, though. And he like, plays through it during the, the film. Skeleton he goes into this rant like, "I lost my voice, and yeah. we all have a voice, and like, and nothing. that's never warranted. No, yeah, that didn't well, no. make too much sense. To me. It didn't. It's not what happened. <laughs> he was like, oh, and and I heard the voice my whole life, and when I needed the voice the most, it was gone." It and that's why I and but that's not what happened. You you said it gave you too much information. You just changed your whole story in a sentence in the end of this movie. Well, what I think he meant was he had all that stuff bombarded into his mind and he needed to hear the voice of God to get through it and he never heard it again. I think that's what he was saying. This <laughs> maybe. I don't hmm. They don't really give you a lot. This one I don't feel like there's going to be an answer for us, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they didn't like elaborate on He's all that. He's special cuz. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, our protagonist isn't isn't like outstanding. There's nothing memorable. Listen, the best ones on screen are just Gabriel and Lucifer. And we just call it a day with that. Now Vigo Mortensen, <laughs> he did amazing as Lucifer. Yes. It was yeah. actually a really good plot twist to the film because we were listening to this guy bitch and moan about losing his voice when he was clearly talking the whole time, <laughs> you know, and then yeah. here comes Lucifer himself just, you know, being punny, <clears throat> he playing quite devil's advocate. He was just, you know, going around like, hey, bro, 
I'm gonna nudge you in this direction. And it was the fan, the most amazing Jared Leto impression I have ever seen <laughs> anyone do. Yeah, he was Jared Leto before there was a Jared. Leto. Right? Is it not? Is it me or was he Jared Leto in this movie? Yeah, it's pretty good. He was fantastic. I mean, he was. I, I saw his what? name in the beginning of the credits. You know, and Vigo Mortensen, and I fucking perked up. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. Oh, oh! <laughs> yeah. He and maybe then, had what seven, ten yeah. minutes of screen what, time. What were we like? Forty five minutes in, and I'm like, hey, who the fuck is Vigo Mortensen in this? <laughs> A Listen. fun fact about him too is that he was one of the lead actors to star in a film that was the very last VHS tape ever made: oh, History cool. of Violence. <laughs> huh. so that was the last VHS ever mass distributed. So that means we have to look out for that one, huh? <laughs> yeah. And it was one of the first to go to DVD. So, like, he, he changed the game, man. <laughs> he killed an era and created another era that died shortly after. He's Aragorn. So that's really the only thing <laughs> yeah, we I need to know. Yeah, I love that one, too. Yeah, yeah man. I love that movie. I love him in Harry Potter. Yeah, no, no doubt for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt for sure. He was great as Aragorn in Harry Potter, The Prince Who Shagged Me. <laughs> you know, Eric, Prince Who Shagged Me. Movie, right? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> we're talking about the dragon movie, right? We're talking about Lord of the Rings. I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> yes, I intentionally made a joke. Yeah, and now we're talking about Lord of the Rings. Yeah, which was fantastic. And during I the really process. It was really good. I watched it recently. An entirely oh. new movie. <laughs> Sean William Scott was amazing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So can we for real just talk about The Running Man? (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen that either, so you can't. Yeah. That was a good film, too. I I really liked it. I was kind of hoping it was going to be that or The Man in the Iron Mask, because I I could have watched watched that. Yeah. Honestly, all jokes aside, all four picks... I, I was definitely pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were all pretty good choices. And I'm glad I experienced the prophecy. It's just It never would have if not for this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, in all in all true honesty, it was not a great movie, but it was good enough that it still spawned four sequels. <laughs> it warrants conversation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And for I think sure. I think we need to discuss the the <laughs> elephant in the room. The one that made me the most uncomfortable was Eric Oh, was Elephant uh, in here. Oh, I thought we were going to skip past Stoltz that. playing a Simon and, and the things he did moment. in the school. Oh, when Rocky Dennis makes out with a 12-year-old girl? Yeah. No, wait. 12 is really old. Six-year-old girl? Yeah. Yeah. That was my favorite part. It was kind of rough. And, and they <laughs> showed that. I feel that. like they could have done it where their lips were like two inches I mean, after, apart and just, like, just less tongue. Weird noises. Maybe less tongue. It yeah. did, like that, too. I mean, they could have done it. Yeah, they could have done so. it like from behind him where you didn't see them making contact. And they did actually in real life didn't. Like, they didn't need to <laughs> make contact. It gave, it gave her Vietnam flashbacks. It was so <laughs> traumatic. Yeah. She got COVID from that kiss. <laughs> hey, real quick. Everyone's been talking about it kind of on the Internet. It's made like a a reoccurrence or whatever, but the movie blank check. Yeah. When the woman makes out with the boy who pretended to be oh, rich because he got a check from his grandma. I didn't like that one. At she all. kisses him at the end. It's become a kind of a big deal in the last couple of years. I haven't even sounds like I've seen Everybody's that. like, imagine if that was a guy. That, I thought that yeah. movie was long and dead and buried. His name was <laughs> Macintosh. Oh, of course it was. Um, but everybody's like, you know, imagine if that was a guy, you know, if they flip it. How crazy that would be, and we don't have to because it, we watched it. Did it's the still prophecy. disgusting. It doesn't matter if it's a boy or a girl. It's disgusting, no matter which way you put it. Everything about Simon's interaction with that little girl is da- stranger danger. Yeah. yeah, 
and Virginia Madsen, she was such a good protector of the of the of the kid. Virginia Madsen, yeah that that is a tilf. Well, not the greatest, <laughs> <laughs> or that would, that scene wouldn't have happened. She's a total <laughs> tilf in this movie. <laughs> yeah. A tilf who is the only employee of that school, by the way. She's the principal, the janitor, the teacher. Yeah, she's everything. Well, the whole school is shut down. She's the and only she thing just, keeping it open. Yeah, yeah, and she just fucking leaves. <laughs> yeah. Dude, she had to get away because yet again. You know, just like Candyman, she had to go. She, she had to go. Yeah. That is Michael Madsen's sister. What? Imagine growing up yeah. Michael Madsen's sister. Wait, for yeah. real? Is this for a For real. I that did is not know this. Madsen. Yep. Yeah, it's, a, it's his sister. I thought it was just a coincidence. <laughs> nope. So should, should we explain what was that kiss about? <laughs> so he, first, Simon. He, he did it once before with the guy in the grave. Yeah. He stole <laughs> the that best... guy's soul and he right. supposedly. Put like, it in the girl. He Right. He was supposedly like the most evil person on earth before he died. Yeah. He possessed the girl with the soul. The best way to explain it is if you haven't actually seen the movie The Prophecy, you know how when Steve Urkel goes into the machine and becomes <laughs> Stefan or Call or, or Kel? It's, it's like if Seth Green went into the St- Stefan machine and became Simon. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Doesn't it kind of look like a really handsome Seth Green? Or is it just because he's a redhead? I think it's. Like I think it's just head. a redhead thing. <laughs> that implies you thought Seth Green was handsome. No, it doesn't. Because then you're saying I thought Steve Urkel was handsome. See? Which, as it is true, Dustin has not made his appearance again. No, I have not. Yes, you have. <laughs> the only so handsome just... motherfucker in this movie is Viggo Mortensen, and I haven't even said that yet. Right? You just did it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> now I've said. It. I'm glad we agree on that. He looked fantastic. Yes, there is some kind of attraction to walk in. I'm not going to lie, but it, if it's if it's sheer handsomeness, it's Viggo Mortensen, and and it will not be Rocky Dennis. I swear I'm going to be left for a man one of these days. <laughs> yeah. Keep that shit up. It's going to be Viggo Mortensen, too. <laughs> if Aragorn shows up and is like, hey, you tired of hearing all that chipper I'm pretty sure it's going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold is going to be like, Dustin, come on, what are you doing? We I've both. Got, I've got a stogie for you. i got a stogie. And then, and then Walken's just like, oh. <laughs> May I have this dance? Oh. <laughs> yeah, as long as he lets me stand on his feet and then he controls it. Yeah. Yeah. What a disaster. This 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 movie just <laughs> perfect. I did that in a sound drop. Just yeah. What a disaster. <laughs> that was very good. There there were a lot of uh what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> My problem was it was so slow. I didn't like how slow it was. Speaking of slow. Yeah, pace was kind of weird. Yeah, I kept falling asleep the first time. <laughs> Thomas, so I had to watch it the next day with like two cups of coffee. Yeah. In the first scene, we see we see the first priest go and do his thing where he has to get down and, you know, get down, get up, get going as a priest. Mm. And then Thomas gets called up and he goes down. And Didn't it seem like he took a really long time to get down on the floor? Like the first guy just kind of so flops down. necessary, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like he's a little rickety at the age of 28 or something. <laughs> Took him like a solid minute and a half to get all the way down on the ground. I have to say, yeah. I wasn't expecting him to go like full into sobbing. That was, that was so weird, and for and for no reason. <laughs> like we didn't even have the context of oh, he's seeing these horrible visions. He just started sobbing. I'm like, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and, but we're thinking later this is going to make sense. <laughs> no, Simon just has that line. I was I was in that church that day. He's crying like a bitch on the floor. <laughs> he didn't explain it. 
They had so many opportunities to explain <coughs> things. They just didn't take it. There was there was lack of uh, world building for sure in so many pieces, and I didn't feel like it was a true good versus evil battle. Like you've seen more grand ones in the comical stylings of Evil Dead and different films where you know there was actually someone chosen by quote unquote God yeah. to fight you know evil hordes of monsters or demons different things and didn't yeah. really feel that here because I never, I never thought i would ever say that a christopher walken movie needs to be remade but <laughs> <laughs> this would be one of them if they remade it and corrected some of this plot holes i think it'd be good that's the <laughs> problem away. they have a good concept they just didn't right. follow through from beginning yeah to i end. agree with that yeah i'm all for just laying into this movie tonight. <laughs> but I have to preface it with it is a really interesting idea. Yes. Right. Yeah. And it's a it's a very good first draft. But yeah. that's the final product we got. <laughs> you know, we There's, got it's not to say that the sequels right. probably tighten things up. I'm sure they have not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen them? I don't know. I was trying. I, I don't I, think so. <laughs> I, I've seen a couple of the sequels, but I don't know in what order. Well, he didn't remember. So <laughs> and, and I barely remember them. So. This is, yeah, this is a bad sign. The only <laughs> thing I know about the sequels is that the rating on IMDb gets progressively worse. Oh, <laughs> really? <no. laughs> so. <laughs> and this one's not great. And they no. had such a killer name for it. The Prophecy. The Prophecy. That's right, an yeah. amazing That's name. That's a build up <laughs> so many other films did, but didn't have the trademark to use the name for right like when they went to the caves and they saw all the hieroglyph hieroglyphic you got it you got it you're gonna get it (laughs) on the wall you expect to have more of the story put there but you really don't you just see angels with the stakes through their body and that's about it and it still leaves you with questions and that's that's gabriel's house right the cave i guess i guess that's where he was he he lives in a cave and dresses (laughs) in a business suit yeah okay I did like how they had all the angels that were there sat weird. I did like that kind of stick. Yeah, the, the thing they with the perch. angels was kind yeah. of confusing, too. You had the one angel come down that had no eyes. Why did he have no eyes? But the other ones do. That's cool as hell, though. You know? <laughs> I, I didn't mind that. So I liked much. it. I, think I, I just don't get it. I don't get why. Uziel? Yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't think he was fully there. Like I, I think, honestly, he was just like some sort of... Lower grade angel. Yeah, or as the rankings Maybe. go, Simon and Gabriel were higher. I don't know if Simon was an archangel, but he was a higher angel than yeah. than uh, Uziel. Which they flipped that around because even in the Bible, Gabriel is a higher up angel and a good one. So it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, that now he, he's the bad guy. I think is Gabriel the only one that's considered more like feminine in most of the. Biblical oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> no. I, why? I don't know. I think that's the only one that's considered kind of more female. Even oh, though look, all there's angels, that lady, Gabe. But I mean, all angels are boys and girls. They don't have a sex. <clears throat> Hermaphrodite. Yeah. Isn't he known as the angel of death? He's the one that blows the trumpet. Oh, yeah. Right? That sounds the apocalypse. I yeah. love that he was just having the kids blow it. Yeah. What yeah. was it? The, is it Hey, is it hey, hey dude. dude. It's a little wild and a little strange. Is that the one that has Make it, your home out she, on the road. Gabriel's the girl in that one. What is it again? She's blonde. It's not Hey, Dude. No. Um, <laughs> Bill and Ted? Did they have one? It's one of those weird, like. It was a Grim Reaper in Bill and Ted. There's a Genghis Khan. God, wasn't that better than the prophecy? Hey, did you guys? Be- <laughs> <laughs> I know what was one. No, what's the one that always talks and the other one that doesn't talk? 
Jay and Silent Bob. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's oh, which movie Dogma. Was. No, I don't think there's a... Yeah, because they had yeah, it recurring characters. No, Gabriel was played by Jeremy Piven or something. Yeah, yeah. No, was it? I no, think it was so. a girl. Really? I'm pretty sure. No, she played Aphrodite. Salma Hayek? Or no? There was a female one, but I don't remember what character it was. Hey, good luck watching Dogma now, huh, guys? <laughs> right. <laughs> but we got to watch The Prophecy. We did. We got it in. I am glad I experienced it, but Jesus Christ. It's a lot, yeah. I could have used him. Could have used Could have used old JC. I just wish guns. it was faster paced and a little bit more explanation. I loved the actors in it. They weren't bad actors. The girl did phenomenal. Oh, yeah. yeah she was really was good. good on all times when she's talking all creepy. <laughs> she, she was good in just about everything I've seen her in. I, I feel like it was a good move to have the Navajo people yes. represented in the film. And doing all their rituals and stuff. And did you like that they were credited as Indian healer? Yeah, that it was a different time. Like, what was one one of the (laughs) phrases the girl says? Ever cut off a Chinaman's head? They don't bleed. Oh, that was another question I had. That was the Vietnam flashback. That was was the the soul of the the guy that was planted in her talking. Yeah, but it was still really cool how she played it like she's Kind of like yeah, she did off really in good the distance, yeah. and she's looking, and it just makes you feel all sorts of weird. Are you saying y'all didn't say that as a kid? Oh no, I didn't talk about me China. neither. Me neither. <laughs> did y'all say Chinamen are from Vietnam? No, I'm having a hard time following. No, no. <laughs> I think the only thing that wasn't like really considered racist at this moment is because he's calling the whole human population monkeys. If he didn't make that very clear, that'd yeah, be very Yeah, I'm not bad. saying Walken's racist. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying that everything that comes out of that little girl's mouth is pretty darn racist. Oh, yeah, but, that officer was a bad guy. Like, yeah. I don't even know why yeah. his soul was so important in the first found, place. He found it, people's faces cut off in his trunk in his well, house. I get yeah, you guys this, are talking about Hawthorne. Yeah. I get how the, he was important because they said the one that was going to win the battle was of hum- was a human soul. He is the one that would win it if they could get him. So what you're saying is there's nothing like a racist that can fight evil. I guess so. That's what they were saying. <laughs> because like he set up choke points, he had strategic advantage, set up traps, all this different stuff, and he was just overall Did a horrible you see individual. Those heads with the faces <laughs> in the yeah. box. There was like what, 10, 20 faces in this box yeah. just skinned. It was horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the paper mache projects there. Oh, yeah, so there bad. <laughs> so, just to jump back to what I was getting ready to say, why Chinaman? I don't know. That's where he was fighting. I guess it was the Viet. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this question out. When did the U.S. go to war with China? There's a generic term he was using <laughs> for people from Asia. So he was calling Vietnamese people Chinaman. Yeah. I okay, so. that's my question. Because <laughs> I, I, I watched this movie, and it, and it really made it was, me feel stupid for a second. I'm like, am I forgetting just some just, huge war? No. Yeah, no, it was just a generic racial slur. So he was in Vietnam. Did they say Vietnam? I don't know. Because I had nothing to make me like think Vietnam. That's like the only war I could attribute his age to. Like, if, I see what you're saying. If he yeah. went to yeah. a World War maybe, II maybe Korean War. Yeah. Well, that was still World War II era. That was in the fifties. Yeah, yeah. Korean, Vietnam, all these Jap- Japanese Pearl Harbor, all that, it, not China. 
<laughs> it just it really bothered me. That that's something that stuck with me. Is is wait, when did this happen? Yeah, it was a bad choice of words to use. I don't remember those conflicts. I don't myself. think they did their <laughs> history <laughs> lesson. I think it just it just felt like Gregory Wyden created World War Two and a Half, and no one else <laughs> knew about it when we went to war with China. Because <laughs> in the movie, they're saying China, it's it's Chinese people so that, that he's times. slaughtering and he, using his human oh, sacrifices yeah. in in the war, and it's just what war. Did we fight well, China? <laughs> you know what? He could have just been a serial killer in the background, and that's what he. Preferred. No, I'm willing. Yeah, to, that's for sure what he was. I'll accept the kind of <laughs> well, consensus here that maybe he was just calling Vietnamese people Chinamen. Yeah, maybe that's just how racist he was. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. That's fair. He was just using a generalized. My my 2022 brain couldn't make sense of it. <laughs> you'll, you'll never get to understand the racist mind. That's yeah, no. it's not worth it. <laughs> It just brings you down a rabbit hole that you don't want to go yeah, into. Yeah, that's not even. That's not even. Feel horrible just, afterwards. That's not even like the tip of the iceberg with that guy. He was no. like, like, they were listing all kinds of war atrocities he was doing. Yeah, yeah, Tor- he's a bad dude, torturing people and all this stuff. And so everybody needs him. <laughs> they need him to fight the war they're having in heaven. I liked it. I like the storyline idea that we need this this ruthless <clears throat> strategist. Yeah. To 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 lead our our. You know, instead, we got the bitchy armies. guy who couldn't find his voice when he was talking the whole time. But yeah. whatever. Instead, we yeah. get Casey Jones, who just had no reason to be in the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and again, has yeah. no reason to be in the prophecy, I don't think. Well, I don't think. Once you see six foot tall turtles that walk and talk and eat pizza, you're, <laughs> you're going to like just go and become a grizzled detective <laughs> and scream at the altar and. You ever heard the story? End up finding demons and angels of the turtle versus the rabbit. Oh, okay. No. Oh, it's more of a tortoise and a hare. What did you guys think of Gabriel bringing back zombies? <laughs> so a lot of people talk about the race and who won, but the question for me was, you know, where are they going? What does a turtle and a and a, and a rabbit need together? <laughs> I guess faster feet. They were both trying to get the carrot at the finish line. <laughs> mm, carrots. Mm. Carrots. Mm, carrots. So, Dustin. Yeah. Was there anything redeemable about this film? Uh, there was a whole lot of walking. Uh, Viggo Mortensen. <laughs> I think we've talked on that. Uh, Catherine's a total tilf. There's a lot really of good like things. Her. The tilf? Yeah, I didn't like her. Very Stop much. saying tilf. You no. did it. I didn't say that word once. That's all you. What so word? Catherine was who saying- again? Catherine was the teacher. The teacher. Oh, she was the main lady. Okay. The teacher, I L F. <laughs> I didn't feel that. You didn't. No. No. She, she had you... the '90s square look, and it was just there's nothing attractive to mm-hmm. it. If they made her a blondie, maybe because that was the '90s mo. Like you, you had a '90s blonde hot lady. I never was the guy that was for the blonde in the movie. I don't know. But even her... like say, take, take Greece for instance. Were you really after Sandra, or were you after what was it, Ro- Roxanne, Roxy? I who feel was conflicted? She was the one that got Reese pregnant. Anyways. Yeah, who's the one that's? Uh, Look at me, I'm Sandra D. That, that was Sandy. No, not Sandy. That's the oh, one making no, fun of Sandy. Oh no, that's the one I first said. The yeah, the a hickey from Z- Kaniki or yeah. something. Yeah, she had a weird name. What's her name? I don't know. I kind of like the redhead in that one. I just kind of want to talk about Pinky. Greece now. Who doesn't Pinky like was a redhead? Oh, Pinky's a, yeah, she's a total But Bob, who doesn't pilf. like a redhead? Seriously. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's a hot redhead in Mad Men. 
<laughs> what are we doing right now? I don't know. <laughs> See, that's how bad it is. That's how you know how you feel about the movie because we end up talking about other movies while yeah, we're yeah. talking about the worst. All right, back to let's get shit straight here. All right, so John Hamm, no. What? Ginger Kurt Cobain throws Goro Face Angel out the window. Let's get back to the movie. Did you write that? <laughs> yeah, Ginger Kurt Cobain throws Goro Face Angel out the window. Oh, wow. shit. I love that he gets hit by the car immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I love how fast that car's going, and then we see that it, there's just a brick wall right in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, why is that car going so fast in the first place? Yeah, really. In an alleyway, they knew it was a dead end. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, <laughs> yeah. There's a wall right there, and this thing's going like 48 miles an hour for sure. <laughs> now, wait, didn't it stop after it hit him, and then it just all of a sudden amped up and then went up the wall? I think so. Or something like that. I think it hit 88 miles an hour and there was fire and it went through the wall. Nice. Either way, that was our biggest like part of the movie where you were like, oh! and then it stopped. It was the biggest shocker and it seemed really interesting. It did bring up the question of you can't really kill angels because Gabriel went to the morgue and burned him. Yeah, apparently the only way right. to kill them is to tear their hearts Which out. Which was a really cool supernatural fire. fact and something that films and TV shows have used since that you either need to cut out the heart yeah. or you need to burn the body of the supernatural being right. that you are that you Kind of like a vampire, right? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Just like John Carpenter's from Dust Till Dawn? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. See yes. our vampire theme right there. It's like Tim Burton's Pan's Labyrinth. Same vampires oh, are angels. Beautiful. Maybe. Who knows? Hey, what's that show? <laughs> Black Mass. Mm. What is that show? Yeah, Black, Black Mass, Mass, the new one. Is it Black Mass? Yeah, he's the priest that yeah, got bit a by a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're twenty minutes into this movie yet no walking. <laughs> I started to have a bit of a temper tantrum right here. My note says twenty minutes in, no walking. <laughs> <laughs> now you know the funny thing is is that i actually looked at reviews as far as 2012 and people felt like the movie had good pacing until walking showed up really like there was a big critical point of like yeah it's cool star power they got a big name in there but like they felt like it had a good pacing and, and theme without his entrance so like, wow. they they were basically saying that it would have been a more watchable film without walking at all, and I disagree yeah. wholeheartedly. The, everything, I didn't start paying yeah. attention to after walking got. I know that's kind yeah. of how I felt. That it's, was the part I was waiting for. Yeah. It's it's when the party starts yeah. is when Christopher Walken kicks that door open. It's like now we have a movie. <laughs> yeah. And can we talk about his cool Jedi mind trick? He just touches people. I'd and love they fall to. Down. I think the Jedi mind <laughs> trick is that he killed that guy. But yeah, it's amazing. But like everybody, he he, he just touches touched. their forehead yeah. and just goes shh. Oh, that was a total Spock move. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got my science fiction mis- mixed up. I love it. I love Spock. <laughs> yeah, he got the neck pinch one on the forehead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he did that to a nurse, too, remember? Didn't yeah. even give her a chance to talk. He's like, I don't have time for this. Yeah. Yeah, when he goes to the ICU. Uh, right here. Go- goth Christopher Walken, Jedi <laughs> mind tricks, the guard asleep. So, yeah, I was right there with you. Yeah. But that Jedi Jedi mind trick for sure killed that guard, right? We we don't believe that guy woke up. <laughs> no, he. I well, he, he said did. he said sleep. Yeah, he? yeah. I thought he said shh. That he, doesn't he, mean he, death. he did that also, didn't he? That doesn't mean death. That just means be quiet or shh. I don't think angels yeah, yeah. like can kill anyone unless they're told they can kill. I them. loved the line. Do you know why you have that little indent on your upper lip? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That 
Like there's points good. in this movie. I, again, this is a, this is not a great film. No, but, but there it, are little bits of this movie could have been that. How it's just the idea is there, man. Yeah, it yeah. is a great first draft. And that, I love the idea of a horror film that makes you fear the angels because yeah, yeah, they yeah. watch when you were born. That that line of you know why you got that indent is because he said. I was fucking there. Yeah. I was right there, and I, I did told that. you a secret, yeah. and I put my finger to your lips and said, "Shh." Yeah, and that's so fucking dark. Yeah, because you don't know what the secret was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's great. Kept hoping I... they would reveal it, but it never happened. Yeah, and no, I don't. I, I did not want them to reveal it. I just love the poetic. Yeah, it's fine. Leave it like. Leave that. it a mystery. Yes, <laughs> I like the idea that all the angels came to the same conclusion that Lucifer did. In their own time. That we're all monkeys? No. <laughs> that monkeys. they're all jealous and that they're all better than humans and that yeah. their pride became more of a thing. Because if you think about it, that's more human than anything else. That well, they're just the same as us. They just have more powers. That's what Rob they're, Zombie would say. More they're human all without than human. souls though, right? I don't think they have souls. Like they don't have a choice. They can't make choices because oh, that was the whole thing about humans. Gabriel humans made some to... choices. Well, oh, I mean, Simon made some questionable choices. Which, <laughs> yeah. like, glad he died. What was it? God <laughs> says something. You have to do it. Is from an angel's point of view. Yeah. God says something to a human, and they can choose whether or not they do it. Right. And I just love that that Lucifer was like. What exactly did he say? He said, oh, 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 I want to be like you. No. <laughs> he said that's pr- something about you're prideful, and so that makes you evil, and that's my oh, part. This is, Gabriel says, this is my war. And he said, your war is on, what is it? Damn it. I'm trying to think. What was it? Because it was so good. Your war is, it's arrogance or, or ignorance. No. The point was, it, the war was based on an emotion that leads to sin, so it makes it mine. <clears throat> and then he just... That was, again, one, a, a, an inaccuracy there, sir. That was Lucifer that said that. Because he said, when it makes it evil, that's mine. Yeah, yes. yeah, Gabriel said, this is my war. And then Lucifer says something to the effect of, this war is based on arrogance or, or pride or jealousy. I forget the exact quote. Yeah, but it basically comes down to was like, how the they are dog. acting and everything <laughs> is my terrain, and I'm the evil one. You're supposed to be the angel up with God, is doing everything right. So this is not your thing. Yeah, and- he also said that he thought the uh, <laughs> if if Gabriel won the war in heaven, that heaven was just going to become another hell. Yeah. Yes, and there's only room and for one only, hell. You only have one hell. Do we have <laughs> any complaint about Viggo Mortensen as Lucifer? No, in this movie? no he was he brilliant. Was I loved, I loved it. him. Yeah, I, my yeah. only complaint was there's not enough. Yes, he needs to be. But more. that was the yeah. beautiful part. Like. Obviously, you think, oh, Lucifer, that's the devil. That's yeah. the guy you expect to fight against. Nah, he was just chilling out and letting things roll. They do it. Yeah. I don't that's know. what he does, though. He, that's his point of view, is you yeah. watch and you sit back and everyone will do your work for him. <laughs> and he did until he got bored with Gabriel and then, uh, you know, just took uh, Gabriel out like nothing. Yes. And, yep. then he, and then he goes almost animalistic. 
Yeah. Come with me. Be with me. I love you. I love you more than Jesus. It's so good. It <laughs> He's just, so bored. Oh, my God. Best now, part of the movie is, now is just Viggo Mortensen. Viggo Morton saying, keep a light on. You're going to keep a oh, fucking yeah. light on. You're yeah. going to keep a fucking <laughs> keep light, a light on. on. That was so good. <laughs> I remember then, listening to your prayers as a kid, and you run into your bed and fear what was under the bed, and I was there. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, brilliant. Yeah, really good. That's where you fe- feared the angels. Yep. <laughs> But it's crazy because you're thinking, you're taught for years and years that you have to be good. If you're good, you go to heaven. If you're bad, you go to hell. But for years, no one's going anywhere. They're just stuck in purgatory. In between, once in a while, somebody right. gets pushed down to hell or pushed down, pushed into heaven, but it doesn't happen very much. So you have all these souls in limbo that aren't going anywhere. Right. Yeah, the idea was heaven's closed. It's been closed since the second war started, and right. we don't know when the second war started. Right. <laughs> and hell's been closed, so they're both bored. No, hell's open. No, hell's isn't open. He said once in a apparently, while somebody makes it down. Apparently there. a long time. Didn't they mention uh, didn't they say something about centuries or something? Uziel's got kind of a six head. <laughs> why why is that the angel, the only angel that's like really fucked up in the face? He's fucked up everywhere. He's now, got Eric Stoltz mask makeup he just on. He's very misshapen all I over. I looked it up, and Glenn Danzig is in the second film, and yep. it looks exactly like him. I don't know if they like thought, you know what? Let's make this uh, Colin McGrunt angel yeah. coming down to just you know be the the fodder. You know, he's hard to look at. What are we gonna make yep. him look like? We're gonna make him look like fucking Danzig, like Goro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, and then kinda. you look at Danzig in the second film, and it's like, was it not him in the first one? But it wasn't. <laughs> it's just so similar. We did. We did already talk about the part where uh, Seth Green makes out with that kid, right? Yeah, that was that was <laughs> <Yeah>. the awkwardness. <laughs> yeah. Why, Greg? Why Gregory Wyden? Why did that need to be in it? You gotta have our review get Seth Green canceled. <laughs> what I loved, what I fucking loved, yeah, Seth, watch your back. What I fucking loved was that Christopher Walken. Never does it. Yeah, he never does it. Oh, he started to. Right, he, he says was, the he line. Was, he was looking for the soul in the in the <clears throat> general when they dug him up. Again. Yeah, he's like, all right, per- pucker up or something. But yeah. you just know Christopher Walken was like, I'm not gonna kiss a guy. What about when he went? That, <laughs> what about when he went in that apartment at where uh, Uziel Uziel got killed? Yeah, yeah. Simon he walks up to the table and he just oh licks the God, blood thing and licking the table. Yeah, just licking <laughs> viscera every time. I loved it. You know, it was, was good. There was steamy. comic relief too. I mean, we didn't even mention Adam Goldberg's character Jerry. Jerry? Yeah, yeah, no, we haven't yeah. gotten to Jerry yet because Jerry was just a miserable bastard. Poor Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> or when um. They're on the stairs, and he has all the kids surrounding him. He has some of them blowing out of the trumpet and breaking all the windows in the school. Yeah. And then he's looking in their mouth and checking. No, no, so there. Yeah, the, the total, <laughs> like, void of charisma that is Casey Jones or Thomas yeah. Elliott Ca- Carrera-Rosette. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah. Sure. Is, is made up for by Gabriel's just presence. Yeah. <laughs> Him with those kids. First of all, why would you leave that school? You're the only employee, and you left the school to bring home a sick kid. Yep. Well, I'm pretty sure she doesn't get paid for this crap. And when in the movie is it established that it's a small town? Because we're seeing skyscrapers, cities. Oh, he went back to the town he went for his seminary stuff through. That's why oh. he went from yeah. big city back to there, because he he wanted to get the answers. Okay, right. I missed that. 
And then somehow his detective friend and police department back this play. And they're not like, you're fucking mental saying this is all war between heaven and hell. We're cops. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like partners with the mortuary or, or morgue attendant, Joseph. Yeah. Who's in the next two movies, apparently. Was he? I don't remember. He's the only character. <laughs> well, and walking. I don't know. My take on this is it was not a great movie, but it did have great moments. It was worth experiencing, (laughs) and you saw a lot of different things about the supernatural that have been adapted to films and TV since. I think that's what I I was remembering about it was the good moments from it. In a sense, it did innovate a lot of what we see and appreciate today. But yeah. it was just on a rough canvas. But overall, yeah. as, as as a whole, it wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be sticking with that theme. It, it is a really cool idea, but they made the first draft. Yeah. The first draft <laughs> was the final script. <laughs> I truthfully think if they took this story and tried to do a remake, it would be better than the original. Except yeah. for Christopher Walken, because he's just awesome. But <laughs> Guys, he is still around. Yeah. Well, he needs to figure out how to be a part of the next movie. <laughs> All I know is Tommy Daggett chews the shit out of some gum in this movie. Maybe he <laughs> should be the one with no eyes. Didn't it make you want spearmint though? A little bit. And it's it's a real sign of a good actor that you need to be chewing gum because you can't be silent on screen without <laughs> something happening. He chews it like it's a race to to finish the gum. I didn't notice. I'm <laughs> But it's hard to pick up on when when you're really watching it. You'll see it's like so. So he has a whole scene with the reporting officer when he first arrives on the Simon fight and uh, the reporting officers running through what happened and what they found already. Right. First of all, that man is dubbed. <laughs> the man's voice is not what we hear in the movie. Was it? Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. No, it don't line up. I told you I had audio problems to begin with. Yeah. So well, could, he did, I too. Sure. Because it is not. It, we're seeing like a probably 68, maybe seven, mid-70s-year-old officer who yeah. is reporting to our 30-year-old Daggett what happened. And it's the voice of like like an old-school Hollywood young, like, we got here at 7 o'clock. And it just it doesn't match up with the guy on screen at all. Okay. And the whole time, Tommy's just chewing hard and fast. <laughs> He's like chewing like it's. Like, he's got to get it chewed before the next scene. <laughs> oh, I have a favorite scene. I actually have a favorite scene from this. Yeah. Which one's Christopher that? Walken in the bar with his new zombie friend. <laughs> and he just basically tells her he can't drive, but he can sit in the car and wait forever. Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I can't drive, but I can wait till the stars burn out. I mean, that that was that was a great scene. Yeah, and like he was that. so casual in front of, like, the, you know, the lady... At the counter, the waitress, everybody, yeah. yeah, everybody was there. He was just like, yeah, we need to go. He is he is evil yet affable. And he was on his ass for MapQuest at that point, too. Yeah. Can you be more specific? I just liked Rachel all the way. First thing she says when he brings her back is, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, so that, that, was, that was a good part, yeah. That, that was actually a good scene. I like that. that. That was, I don't know. And then him just sitting at the counter there. He has blood all over his stomach, and you see the wounds on him. And then Rachel's sitting there. She's still in her hospital gown, and it's just weird. And the, the waitress is just looking at like everything is normal. No, the hell it's not normal, woman. <laughs> yeah, the woman's sitting there sobbing. Uh-huh. And she's just giving directions. <laughs> so I got bored, apparently, taking notes for this movie. <laughs> what do we have here? 
Oh God, it wasn't just me. <laughs> I'm just sitting there, Bob, and I'm like, I mean, I love movies. I just like noticed this. it. Why can't I love this movie? Yeah, <laughs> I tried, but I can definitely but tell this I was got definitely bored. supposed to be up my alley. <laughs> About 20 minutes in, the note is: Runaway train never coming back. Wrong way on a one way track. Feels like we walking 23 minutes in, licking blood, goth as fuck, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> And you don't remember this. This was a blackout. We watched moment. it late last night. Yeah, because I remember you. You were like, "Hey, yeah." It was like midnight when I was like, hey, "Have you seen this movie yet?" <laughs> I see you wrote down "tilf." That's why you've been repeating it. Like you actually put that. Down. Yeah, I wrote the word "tilf." She was pretty. I felt her performance was just meh. So she was she was eye candy, but like I I didn't feel like. Man, she's cool. Yeah, I mean, her and, and Daggett or... Plus, know. she let Simon do the thing that Simon did, and I was like, you're not that, good There's at your no job. excuse. There's no excuse for why she found that man in that school and with did, that little girl and was like, hey, you can't be here. I'm going to call the police. And he was like, leave. And, and then, she yeah. leaves. And she <laughs> waited outside for the girl to come out. <laughs> yeah, she comes out all sick, and clearly something's wrong with her. I feel like... The angels have some sort of like mind control power on humans. I so thought that, for a second I was going to give him that. I was like, uh, oh, maybe yeah. maybe he made her forget that she saw him. <clears throat> he just asked nicely. But they remember yeah. later on. Yeah, but then Daggett shows up and she's like, are you going to ask me about the guy upstairs? Yeah. It's like, yes, I am. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just weird. Like, they're not harmful to people for the most part, but they're not nice either. So it's like... The angels are very weird. Mm -hmm. Oh, Simon was so harmful in in so many different levels. Oh, man. It's a lasting cruelty. Like, (laughs) he is a blue square in heaven for sure. (laughs) And then what was it? He said, I can't remember the last time God talked to me with Gabriel. He doesn't talk to me anymore. So that made him go crazy? (laughs) I'd be thankful if my father didn't talk to me anymore. Five long years in that camp with your father. That just gave it more of a betrayal feeling and fired his hatred for humans. I guess. What about the song that's playing when we meet Jerry? I don't even remember. Jerry is Gabriel's first human song. Well, I I know that part, but I don't even remember a song. I don't remember the song. I just remember the house being filthy and his girlfriend. Is there a noose in there, too? Yeah, he was trying to kill himself. Oh, he he did say he actually hung himself. He killed himself, is what he said later on down the road. Bears love honey. Honey loves the bees. It's like a like a Barney song. It's like <laughs> I love you, you love me. Poor Jerry. It's like <laughs> a all weird, he wants to do is die. I don't know if you guys didn't catch it, then maybe it's not important. But it, it is a children's yeah, I love just don't song. Remember it. Well, I'm glad you picked up something else on it. It's it's like I did fade in and out through the duration of this film, and Good, there, there were a lot of things one. I did yeah. find of value. But overall, it's it's so just. It was just a tough watch, and I really did give it my all because, you know, I love horror. I love thrillers. I actually like the good and evil aspects of films where they do tackle angels versus devils, you know, that kind of big grand war scenario. But Like I said, this is, like, right up my alley. This is normally something I will watch and be happy as can be, but I guess I couldn't for this one for some reason. I tried. (laughs) Well, aren't you glad I said it? 
Thank you, Dust. <laughs> <laughs> when that little girl brings Simon a Coca-Cola and they're sharing it with two straws. And yeah, they should not be too. sitting on her. His Simon lap. is drinking from her straw. Yeah. Well, she's sitting on his left and he's drinking from the left straw. It's just no good feeling. Yeah, really no, no, none of it. I don't like any of it. Again, bad. bad teacher. She saw, she fucking saw that. The, well, I mean, that's my note. My note here was Simon's drinking from her side. Or, ew, Simon and Mary are sharing a Coke with two straws. Yuck. Simon's drinking from her side. And then it's, Simon's a GD pedophile. And then the next <laughs> note is, no secrets. No, no. What the fuck, Greg? And it's because Greg wrote this. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, can I tell you a secret? The most special secret? Come here. No, you cannot. No more secrets. Yeah, there should have been a little bit of CGI or something there. That one actor. <laughs> Just I, to watch the soul yeah. pass from one I mean, to the other. Anyway, put your finger to her forehead. Not something. need to be any contact. Yeah. Uh, the, like, the, there's so <clears> much easier way, like. Two inches apart, just open each other's mouth, do a miss thing going, yeah. and it would have been fine. We got the yeah, idea. Yeah. You did not have to have mouth-to-mouth contact. Did yeah. not have to have that, it. None of that. Just a little ass, whatever, but nothing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're cutting that, Damn by it. the way. Yeah, I, I, I vote. Everybody votes we cut that? Yes, uh, everybody just, votes. Just make it worse. <laughs> just make it worse. <laughs> that was... That's... Oh. Horrifying. They made the fucking movie. I just watched it. Right. And... And said that part. Embellished. <laughs> the, the, uh, the doctor who, who works in the morgue, he has a couple funny lines. Like when yeah. he's yelling at the one guy, hey, slow down. They're all dead. Yeah, yeah. He has the line, are you saying we have a dead angel on ice? Oh, yeah. You know that man knew he was going to be in the trailer for this movie. Because <laughs> yeah. that line is for sure in the trailer of this movie. I wish I watched the trailer now. It would have been nice to actually... I'm sure it's in there. <laughs> Are you telling me we have a dead angel on ice downstairs? Coming this summer. <laughs> yeah. Eric Stoltz. His lips. So God, you actually wrote down a lot of notes for this. Yeah, he really hasn't been in a lot of stuff. <laughs> There's time. <laughs> This probably Jesus affected Christ. his career pretty pretty profoundly. Really? I was upset. This is the part where that part happens, and I was definitely upset. <laughs> Teacher just leaves her class to bring Mary home herself. Still has not called the police on Stephen Green yet. <laughs> Stefan Green. I like Jerry and Gabriel in the car when Jerry's driving. Yeah, they have like some fun back and forth there. I like just about all of Christopher Walken's lines. Yeah, just where about would you, everything he said. If you were good. a soul, where would you hide? Anywhere away from you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I, I did made like Jerry. That one. He can smell graveyards. Uh, he smells yeah. everything. They That's smell each other. Heightened senses. I thought that was the funniest thing. He's just like sniffing the air, and then the angel comes through the window and just straight attack. Like he knew he was coming. <laughs> like everything with this, their sniffers are good. <laughs> the best fight scene in this movie. I yeah. think is Jerry taking down Simon. Did you guys catch that? That epic takedown? No, the trip. <laughs> just trips him? Yeah. He's just like, sorry, man, you know. <laughs> like they, they didn't even hint toward him being in the room. No. That was just like, haha, forgot about yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, Jerry is a G. He he was just hanging in the background. He he knew his cue. Yeah. He yeah. knew what he was there for. Which also made it really fun for his character. And he had his back to where he was running from, too. Basically, he knew he was He fucked. just knew he when to stuck asking. his foot out. Yeah, and he kept asking for death. And then, you know, Walken was, like, super vague about things. He's like, 
Yeah, I know, man. This is the cue. We've probably done this before. <laughs> I like when you finally dies. Do you know how hard it is to make one of those? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that we've seen him burn uh, Uziel's body, and he does the same yep. motion to burn just, just Simon. Just snap of his finger. Yep. Well, he kisses right. and points at it. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Don't make it, it a supernatural character. It's not. <laughs> and I like that he has to put the body in a certain way. He wants the arms to yeah. go out like Jesus. But with Simon, does. he has that, not yet. Yeah, and he not stops yet. the fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. A little torturous moment. Then we cut to the uh, Native American wizard doing spells on Mary in a trailer or camper. <laughs> because I don't know if that was... Uh, Native American wizard? Like, What do they call her? A, the, a handshaker or something? <laughs> they did. That's the people at Walmart that yeah, say hello. No, no, it's the greeter. <laughs> it's a greeter. greeter. <laughs> Where she was like vibrating her hands over the girl's uh, body. What happened now? Parkinson's. Who says what? <laughs> did we watch the same movie? Yeah, he goes I back know what to I'm talking about. <laughs> no, yeah, they do have a word for it, like like a handshaker. Yeah. Or, it, it, there is a weird name for it, but I just like Native American wizard. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with it. I mean, or pick your own, I guess. What, what do you guys think she was? Usually it's a medicine woman, but I don't think that's the right name. I don't think they they wanted to dive too deep because even they knew they were in murky water. Yeah. Native <laughs> yeah, Americans probably. and Native American practices, and then eventually there would be some sort of lawsuit about, hey. Yes, I feel like you are yeah. completely right, James. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you both think the movie that has Eric Stoltz, French Kiss, a six-year-old, was worried about using the term Indian yeah. as opposed to Native American. They had a line somewhere. I'm not so sure about that. There was a few lines. They were white, and they were separated with a credit card, and then they were snorted with a straw. (laughs) And then I was like, whoa, let's make this movie. Do we have more to say? (laughs) Is Catherine Mary's... No, Catherine's not Mary's mom, because Mary's parents died. So you think it was something along the lines of, like, okay, so Eric, in this scene, you're going to... Okay, you're going to go up to the girl. And you're going to (laughs) go... Yeah, yeah. And then you're going to go. Okay, now I get it. <laughs> Good job. James is still lost. No. No, that's, that makes total sense to me. So everybody was sick. Yeah. yeah. Everybody had the sniffles. Yeah. So I rate this movie out of five, and that's just my opinion. You are so generous. <laughs> it had its points. Very small. But I mean, it's not where I would never go back and watch. It's just something I would never sit down and watch. It'd be something I'm like cleaning the house, doing stuff, having it in the background, laughing a couple of times. But I'm never going to put my full attention on this movie ever again because it's not worth it. Yeah, It was so weird. It's also weird that we don't really go anywhere with that. Like, it's okay. So now the soul is in her. He's starting to talk through her. Right. And then she's like, hey, you know, we have a defensive point here. We can set up. A choke point. That you know, was him too. Up, that's him. You know, strategic mind, and they're using that now. That's cool, but they don't use that. No, they didn't. They didn't. They just let that go. They just drove a truck right through the place. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't the whole end scene? The Navajo people were just standing around while Lucifer was, you know, brutally murdering people and going crazy. <laughs> yeah. Were you gonna stop them? No. <laughs> yeah. I think that was my favorite but I mean, scene like, at the very end the when yeah. what happened with all those heart. traps like again that strategy went nowhere cause yeah. yeah they were like having like a weird setup for the big battle at the end scene and none of that yeah. no. they just didn't know what to do like they had a setup they never followed through in the setup they gave Greg millions it's of like, dollars to do you this you get on a date 
everything's going good. You get cuddled, and then you just don't have the follow through at the end, and you're like, "Fuck yeah. this!" Never then you going get back. Married, start a podcast. <laughs> what a nightmare. weird cuddle that was. <laughs> a weird cuddle that was. I love yeah, Catherine's like, line. She's like, "After all that, we this whole movie has happened," and yeah. she's like, she says to Daggett. This isn't just about some drunk that burned himself in the school, is it? <laughs> no, Catherine. And and also maybe. I mean, that's a pretty big she deal. She should have been blonde. She, she just should have been blonde. You guys she are kind of right. She was a teacher right. in a failed school. So I mean, that kind of explains her, yeah. her. I love that she just knew where Gabriel's hideout was. We talked about the cave. Yeah. yeah. But like, we didn't talk about why, why we knew. knew where it was. Catherine's just like, oh, she, I know where he is. She drove past it and saw the car he was driving parked there. I didn't see that scene. Yeah. But he can't drive, so. Well, no. that's when that's when he still had his original monkey puppet. Okay, so it's convenient. <laughs> I guess it's just convenient that she happened to drive by his yeah. ancient cave. <laughs> that's off the highway, yeah. Yeah. I love that she tells us it's cold. That's my note. Catherine tells us it's cold. They're, they're walking into the cave and, and visibly sweating. Yeah. And Catherine's just like, it's so cold. It's okay, now we know. <laughs> I just hate that. That's like the scene that I hate the most. You have this yeah, chance. Yeah, that was a waste. And sure. you could have really explained things, and you bombed. Yeah, that, not great. They had the little thing of like thousands of angels on spikes, which is a cool yeah. visual, but, but they don't really do anything with it. But you got that in the first yeah. scene with Tony becoming a priest when he flakes out because he sees them on the spikes. You already had that scene. Yeah. You don't need it again. We need an explanation of why that scene is important. Now, we also get the most accurate, I wrote this down, this is the most accurate representation of a snub-nosed revolver. Thank you, Catherine. Thank <laughs> you, The Prophecy. Give the Oscar now. Yeah. <laughs> because she shoots that revolver and misses just every shot like standing five, five feet shots. away from him. <laughs> yeah. And that's the snub-nosed revolver, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. This is the only but movie. She, but she did blow up. Their trailer. So now poor Mary yeah. and grandma have no house to live in <laughs> yeah. and they just have to go live in a tent now because, hey, you took away their home. Well, there's paid there's all those food. empty classrooms in the school they can move in. I yeah. guess so. <laughs> yeah, fucking hobos live in there. Yeah. yeah. Catherine blows up Mary and her grandparents' house. Tommy, who was in it, survives. Gabriel, the powerful archangel, who is farther away, does not. <laughs> he well, is incapacitated. He but then he does she, that fake out in the cop car. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I got you. I don't understand why he waited so long to kill the police officers. He could have just killed them there and then went with and tried to kill Mary and whoever. Right. Uh, so much quicker. By the way, when they were fighting in that trailer and, and everybody's jumping on Christopher Walken and he's shoving them through, throwing through oh, doorways and all that. Me. How come he didn't just shh? I don't know. <laughs> He's got that power. Just shush should have been able to. Maybe it's just more fun that way. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. So. Some people just want to scrap. <laughs> he just wants to throw How the many people want to have Sleepy Hollow for next weekend instead? <sighs> Sounds so much better than this movie. Let's do it. Give me a palate cleanser. <laughs> I say we watch Deer Hunter. Yeah. Is that your pick, Deer Hunter? You're talking about the Johnny Depp Sleepy Hollow? Yeah. All right, Bob. Speaking of Johnny Depp, I heard. Oh. 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 No hurt. I don't want to hear anything bad. I love Johnny Depp. (laughs) We're going to have to. Don't ruin my life. I heard his sheets stink. (sighs) 
Everyone should think. I kill first burns while their mamas watch. I turn cities into salt. I even, when I feel like it, rip the souls from little girls. And from now until kingdom come, the only thing you can count on in your existence is never understanding why. I love that. That was actually <laughs> that was a really good line. Yeah, that That's was, probably the best line. Yeah, in the movie, that was some smack talk. <laughs> he dropped the mic. <laughs> yeah, that was like that should have been in the trailer as well. Then no one would need to watch the movie. They got the best right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what else you got for you? Viggo Mortensen claims that prior to shooting their scene together, Christopher Walken ate several whole garlic cloves. <laughs> okay. So. There's that. It's afraid someone's gonna kiss him. It's it's an actor's <laughs> yeah, maybe. thing they do. They they prank people during kissing scenes and stuff. And like if they hold their composure and do a perfect take, then yeah, the <laughs> good job. But you know, throw them off or whatever. I would just do it out of self defense. <laughs> Stay away from me. <laughs> you know, he could have been doing that too. He's like, you're beautiful, man. But no, not right now. Okay. <laughs> I think Catherine dies in this movie. By the way. We all watched the same movie, and I think we can all agree Catherine's dead. We watched yeah. a movie? <laughs> when when she's standing in front of Mary, Gabriel busts into that house, and she's like, you won't get next to her. You're not going to touch her. And he grabs her by the head with his two hands, no. and he squeezes hard, hard like an archangel squeezing a woman's head. Right. I think I saw her in two, though. And she, and she just kind of loses consciousness, and he's still squeezing. And yet she's fine. No. I disagree. Her head is mashed taters. <laughs> Potatoes. Yeah. Looked like he was squeezing pretty good. Potatoes. <laughs> Not carrots. Not the carrots. Huh? Not carrots. Cats have a good carrot. <laughs> so I guess it's that time, according to my gold watch, bought in Nashville, Tennessee, by my great-grandfather, shoved it in his ass for five years. Bob, smell it. <laughs> Open your nostrils. Get closer. I'm going to go ahead and pass on that. Why? <laughs> what do you give it, Bob? Yeah, Bob, you're talking to my boy all wrong. It's the wrong tone. I'm stuck. I I, I, I want to give it a five, but I think I need to give it a six just for walking. That's generous. I, would... <laughs> I already gave it a five. That's <laughs> generous. If you're a fan of film... You should watch it to see Viggo Mortensen and Christopher Walken do some pretty great stuff. There's some good comedy with with uh, Adam Goldberg and, and Walken. And that's really good about this movie, but just fast forward through the kid stuff. In all reality, the moment the moment Lucifer disappears, Gabriel's already been eaten and get, and, and Lucifer leaves the movie. They start yeah. some kind of voiceover by Daggett. I, I pretty much walked out of the room. It's done. <laughs> the, the interesting people are gone. The movie's over. I don't need to know the voiceover at the end. We I would rate it. that he found his faith or some. Whatever that storyline was. Yeah, because yeah. halfway through the movie, it was a whole different reason why he doesn't believe in God anymore. Right. He gives some crazy monologue about the voice not being there anymore just to end with, and that's why I'm not going to let anything happen to Mary. No, what the fuck? Did, what, nothing you said had anything to do with Mary. Talking monkeys. He's a talking monkey. <laughs> yeah. So what's your rating on it, Dustin, with all that said? Uh, four. Four. Yeah. I think a four. Okay, now now we're now we're talking. We're getting a little more reasonable here. <laughs> but that's a four. Again, that's a four for the movie. It, as a movie, it is a four. It is a really cool idea. It is the rough draft, and it does have Viggo Mortensen and Christopher Walken in it. <laughs> so if you don't watch it because I said four, you're missing out. 
on Viggo Mortensen and Christopher Walken in points. Now, remember, Walken doesn't show up till 23 minutes into this movie. Viggo Mortensen doesn't show up until about an hour and 20 minutes into the this movie. 20 minutes or so. Yeah. So, in retrospect, just fast forward the first 20 minutes. You don't need to watch it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's let's just give it a solid three and say let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like we Sounds had a good, good ride. We saw some great people. We had a few laughs. But no, let's all go watch the rundown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and by Hell the yeah. way, happy Mother's Day to every mother out there, because these men don't think about you guys. <laughs> We're sorry if you watched the prophecy. That's not a very good Mother's Day. Yeah, show. don't watch that one on Mother's Day now. You don't even want to watch out Halloween. So what's going to be up for the next book? What is your pick, Bob? And Me? please. All please right. Say- I got to ask you a question. Okay. First. Okay. <laughs> We've been doing everything pretty much 2000 and older. Would it be all right if I picked up one from 05? Yeah, go for it. I mean, we did Knight's Tale. That was 03. Was it? God, yeah. please okay. bring us out of the 90s. So I'm going to pick Constantine. I like that one. Now you see, now we're going to a good versus evil <laughs> dynamic here. Thank yeah. you. Good. All right, Sylvia, what's your pick? I think I'm going to save Sleepy Hollow. Okay, Sleepy Hollow. Dustin. D-Man. So it sounds like we have a theme. <laughs> I pick End of Days. End of Days? Which is the actual Ooh. title to the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie we were talking about Ooh. in the beginning of this podcast. That is awesome. Okay. <laughs> that was you guys last week. That's the one to watch yours after you picked. <laughs> Damn. Okay. That's a that's a dual pick because like, yeah, let's do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's my pick too. I just got to find a way to get Wait, Schwarzenegger what? in here. What's yours? We're, we're going to go with the end of days. We're going to do a You got a dual pick? Yeah. We're going to dual pick. We're doing end of days, Bob. Get with the times. <laughs> Oh man! You see, you guys got two votes right off the bat. Yeah, I see well, that. you did us wrong. You did us wrong, Bob. You won on a coin toss. I don't know why you expect it to happen every time. <laughs> yeah. But still, Bob is the champion right now. He has two dad, for two. The way your dad looked Let's at it. Let's see if we can break this next. This week. watch was your birthright. He'd be damned if any slopes gonna put their greasy yellow hands on his boy's birthright. <laughs> so he hit it in the one place he knew he could. His ass. Five long years he wore this watch up his ass. Okay, now, the only thing that would be better than that was if we had some rap going with it. Mm. Cousin. When a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. What's that? <laughs> no longer channeling walking. Damn. No, sorry. We lost him. He doesn't even know who he is right he now. Lost no. it. He lost it. think about the itty bitty waist. <laughs> what would you do if your son was at home crying all alone? See, what alone I'm noticing is, bedroom is if you ask Dustin a question, Walken answers, and if you ask Walken a question, Dustin answers. So. <laughs> That's a very good observation, Bob. I like observations. Yeah. You know, They're important, especially in conversation. Everyone's going to laugh. Because he's hungry, life. and the only way to feed him, sleep with a man for a little bit of money. His daddy's gone somewhere smoking rock now, in and out of lockdown. I ain't got a job now. So for you, this is just a good time. But for me, this is what I call life. And so, she, you know, he says to me, girl, you ain't the only one with a baby. That's no excuse. You be acting all crazy. And she looked me right dead in the eye. James, you know what she said? What'd she say? She said, every day I wake up hoping to die. You gotta know about pain, cuz... Me and my sister ran away. Do you know why? 
so daddy couldn't rape us. I'm not even going to give you a chance. Before I was a teenager, I done been through so much shit, man, you can't even relate to City High. And that's a wrap. Good night, everyone. Enjoy your podcast. Get up off my feet. Stop making tired of speeches. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>